I mean, there are tons of times that I don't want to make a video and it'd be easier just to sit on the couch and watch a movie um, or at night instead of editing. It's easier just to hang out with my wife and my kid. But um, but I love what I do um, and I love helping people. So that's I mean, I got to help at the zoo, but there are so many different people that I get to showcase and help that you don't even necessarily see on the videos on my channel. But that's that's a big reason why I do what I do to help people. John, thank you so much for, for being on the show. Uh, welcome to the podcast. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Yeah. I've it, been waiting you know, weeks for you to invite me into, onto this uh, podcast, by the way. So. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. It took so long, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah. So why don't you just uh, get started off by uh, telling us who you are? Uh, you know, I, I'm aware of who you are, but uh, yeah, why don't you let the, uh, the listeners know who you are and kind of what you do? Yeah. Uh, so I moved to Chile from the United States about five years ago now. And um, I'm a teacher, so I started teaching here. But after a while, I kind of uh, got bored with, with teaching and needed a new hobby on the side. So I started to make videos. And uh, I've been doing it for about three years now and uh, absolutely love doing it. I get to travel around uh, Chile and, and share pieces of Chile with people. Um, I get to meet new people and uh, have a ton of fun doing it. And um, all of this is because of YouTube and my channel that I have. Um, if you find my channel, it's uh, John Gross on YouTube and uh, the Chili Gringo on Instagram. And I have so much fun. Just really, it's all about the people for me. And that's where uh, I get to meet people like you. I think we found each other uh, from Fun for Louis. Is that right? Yeah, I think so. I just through one of his networks or something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. So he had this site up and uh, I had written to him, I think it was like my first month of ever making any YouTube videos. And I got put on his page of uh, new creators that are up and coming. Basically, we were the only ones probably to submit anything and he put it up on his uh, website. And, uh, <laughs> and it, was, it was awesome because he got to meet new creators like you. And I think ever since then, so maybe my first month of ever making videos until now, um, we've been in contact. So you've followed me ever since I started and I followed your first channel. Now you're on your second channel and, uh, yeah, super grateful for, for you following me. Yeah. Um, it's funny that you mentioned my first channel. It was actually technically my second channel. This would be my third channel. My very first channel was, uh, uh, stuff that, uh, I just try to keep hidden and I don't tell anyone about those videos just cause I made them back when I was a kid. Um, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, anyway, uh, yeah, like I have been following you since, you know, before you were at a uh, thousand subscribers and now you're at like 50,000, more, more than 50,000, um, following and, you know, you get a couple few thousand people and, uh, especially, you know, a lot of the, uh, your uh, Chilean viewers are, you know, love, uh, listening uh, and watching your videos. So that's, that's got like, how does that feel? Yeah, it, it's really special because, um, you know, without the people uh, viewing it, I do it because I love doing it. But sometimes you don't have the creativity or you don't, you just don't feel like uh, your videos are, are worth very much. 
but then you get like one comment or two comments and you're like, okay, I, I'm really happy that somebody actually like enjoyed that video besides myself and making it. So um, to have a base of, of support in doing what I love to do is, uh, is a pretty special thing and I feel really grateful for it. That's awesome. Yeah, so um, if you could just, you know, take a little bit of time to go into a little bit further of uh, why uh, you and uh, why you and Elise had decided to move down to to Chile uh, from from Wis like from Wisconsin, which is a very totally different place, uh, as you have noted in a lot of your videos. Is the culture is different, temperature is different, language is different. So, uh, like you know, just yeah, just explain a little bit further of like what compelled you guys to move down. Yeah. So um, we had let's see. I went to college and then after college, I went to the Dominican Republic and lived there for a year teaching um, because I, I like to travel. I like to go different places and then moved back to Wisconsin, found uh, Elise. We got married and then we were working in Milwaukee for uh, three or four years. And um, and man, you know, Toronto, Elise's parents are from Toronto and it's just the winters are brutal. It's just so cold yeah. and it lasts <laughs> so long. <laughs> So yeah, we yeah. were in like one of those states of like uh, middle of February. We were like, I just can't do this anymore. <laughs> it's so cold. Um, and we were, we were just looking for a change really. Um, and, uh, and really too, we are um, big time into um, God's word and sharing God's word with people. So uh, we were looking for an opportunity to do that and also teach um, in a new place. And so um, there was an ad in our bulletin at church, and it said um, a teaching opportunity in Chile. And so we were like, ah, we don't know any Spanish. We'll just uh, apply to it and see what happens. And uh, they ended up accepting us without us really knowing any Spanish. And, uh, and so we just moved down here, just like we didn't know anything about Chile. Um, there was a church here. It's a Lutheran church. Um, and we're helping with that. And, and now I'm not even teaching anymore. I loved teaching, but now, uh, I get to edit videos for a living, which uh, is pretty special too. But, uh, basically, I mean, it was just like, I, I call it, um, a God thing for me. It was like, I had no idea. We had no idea what we were getting into. We landed and we started to like it and we started to meet the people, learn the language, uh, which wasn't easy by the way. Uh, and, uh, eventually, yeah, we just, uh, yeah, we're looking for a house now to to live here and stay here forever, and just one of those things. It's just, I don't know why, but it happened. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, cool. So, um, yeah, you mentioned that you had uh, you you started off as a teacher, and and then you uh, decided at some point that you you decided to start just taking the whole video thing full time. So. You know, uh, you know. Explain to me the the story behind that situation. Like, when was that, and and why did you decide to go full time with with video making? Yeah, so that's a that's a good question. Um, it, yeah, it just kind of all happens. Like, the more the older you get, the more you realize. Like, once you start down one path, like it's going to change. So you just don't know how it's going to change. So. Um, for me, it was, um, teaching was, was fine and everything, but here in Chile, you work, um, I think it's 44 hours per week, uh, which doesn't include lunchtime or anything like that. So really it's more like, cause you have an hour long lunch break. It's around 50 hours that you're at work for. 
Um, and then with that is travel time. So it took me an hour to get to the school, an hour to get back. And, uh, and then we didn't have Moses yet. And so we were thinking, um, how in the world are we going to have a kid here in Chile and, uh, and survive? So, um, so one, I started to make videos because I was a little bored. And then two, because I started to get better at it in making the videos and meeting new people. And uh, YouTube is really one of those outlets that I don't necessarily, I, I like doing it. So that's my first thing. I just love making videos, but um, I don't necessarily do it because of like the quantity of views. It's, uh, it's more of branching out and you get to meet new people and there are new opportunities because of what you put out there for everybody to see. And maybe not everybody's going to like that certain video, but uh, maybe somebody does and they, they could use your, uh, your talent for something that they need help with. So I started to make videos. Um, and after about a year, um, there was a group that found me um, and they needed help making videos and they offered me a contract for a year. So I was like, okay, that's fine. I'll, I'll have to give up my teaching for a year. Um, and that was two years ago. So, so now I'm doing more contract with other people um, and mostly focused on YouTube and working with uh, companies here in Chile now. Awesome. Yeah, so um, like, you know, I, I don't know if we explained like what kind of videos uh, do you make? I don't know if we uh, had you explain that. Yeah, um, it could be almost anything. Uh, yeah. So, <laughs> so basically, I some some YouTubers some and especially filmmakers you have to do this and for other films I do but for my channel uh, it's basically whatever I am thinking or feeling at the time um, I've tried to write out lists and even in January of this year I wrote out a list of everything that I wanted to do this year and topics for the entire year so that I could have two or three videos every week but uh, well coronavirus happened and everything like you just never know what's going to happen or if you're going to feel that video that week or that day. Um, and so, and things change. So basically what I do for my YouTube videos is I just think of something that comes to my mind. So um, the last video that I did was, uh, was helping the animals here. So our zoo here is run by uh, donations and by people entering the zoo, obviously. And now nobody can enter the zoo here in Chile. So um, so I had a donation um, and a big donation. We raised um, the full amount that I was looking for. And um, one is trying to raise the money and working with different people. And two is a thank you video and just things that come up, things that uh, are interesting to me. And uh, luckily, there's just always something It might be stupid to some people, but it's interesting to me uh, of something new to think of and to, to share. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's awesome that you're able to make you know, an impact, use that, your platform that you have to really help someone out and help these, uh, help the zoo out. Um, and you had also mentioned that, you know, you just kind of make the stuff that you, that comes to mind. You, you feel like you make, that you, that you want to make. Uh, and sometimes, you know, the, the idea of niching down or, or picking a, a category can, can definitely be helpful. And if that's something exactly that you want to do, then yeah, go for it. But, uh, you know, sometimes you just, you make the stuff that you want to make. And uh, I've seen some comments of people where they see, like, say that, oh, they feel a little bit uh, paralyzed because they can't decide which category to do. And I just tell them, just try both and then 
after a while, maybe you like one more than the other, or maybe you want to fuse the two and you can make that like a, a sub niche or something, you know, like. Yeah, you, you, of course, know Peter McKinnon, right? Because you are in Toronto and he's in Toronto. You guys are friends, right? Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. <laughs> yeah, I also yeah. know Drake and, and uh, you know, uh, I guess Justin Bieber. I know all those Canadians. Yeah, All those guys. Yeah, you guys are all friends. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but Peter McKinnon, he was talking about in his channel because him and I are, are buddies, you know, we talk all the time. Not, mm -hmm. not at all. But uh, <laughs> um, he was talking about a couple of months ago how he was in this niche of uh, sharing how to make better photos, how to make better videos and all of that. And then he got into leather making and he wanted to share leather. And then he came back, uh, I think a video after that and was like, you know, he had so many bad comments about this channel is not about making leather, but he's like, I do whatever I want. It's my channel. I can do, I can do with it whatever I want. And that's the beauty of your YouTube channel is that you can literally do whatever you want, no matter if you have millions of subscribers or thousands or uh, five or six, you do with it what you want. And that's the beauty of it. It's, it's a creative platform for you to be creative in. Um, yeah. Awesome. And so, um, you know, you were someone who had decided to make that leap uh, from going, you know, just being a, a side thing, uh, uh, YouTube and video making being a side thing to it being a full-time thing. Uh, and you had mentioned uh, how you had decided that you wanted to do it because, uh, number one, because of the hours and, you know, uh, you were going, you guys, uh, you know, Moses was about to come along at some point. Um, and so uh, a lot of people, they feel when they want to make the, the jump, uh, they feel a little bit paralyzed by, oh, what could happen? What if this or what if that or uncertainties? Um, what are some like words of advice or maybe even reassurance that you would give to uh, someone who might be thinking about making the, the jump to a, a full time, you know, uh, making videos or, you know, doing, you know, being a musician or whatever it is, uh, uh, making the full time leap from one thing to another? I think that's a, a pretty normal feeling that any entrepreneur is going to have throughout his time. Even once you make that jump and you're like, you're feeling good, the next day could be like, oh no. You know, like with this virus, so many people have lost their, their jobs with making videos and editing. Um, luckily for me, I, I haven't, and I've actually gotten more work um, because of it. But I think uh, there's something to be said about being smart about it and having some sort of a, a safety net for a few months, try it. Um, see if it works. For me, it was uh, a big opportunity with a, a contract for an entire year, which does not happen in video editing. Usually it's a contract for one or two jobs, um, and then you move on and you have to find more work all the time. Um, but for me, I've been really fortunate and, uh, and having really big contracts with people. That's, uh, that's really kept me going. Um, but besides that, then I think, uh, yeah, like I just keep going back to YouTube and all the people that I meet and how many of my jobs come from my YouTube channel and not necessarily that, uh, that they want a video from my channel, but they see a talent in the channel and think that I could help. And I think you have to figure out too, and this is super cliche, but you have to figure out what your, uh, your specific expertise is. So for me, it's so easy to figure that out, I think, because I'm an English speaker from North America in Chile. So people look to me for English in their videos. Um, so I'll go and do some tourist place and, and I'll 
I don't know, make some two minute video for their Instagram or Facebook and it'll be in English. So that reaches a whole new audience that they could never have gotten. And then I live here so I can easily go and travel there. Whereas you pay so much money for somebody else to come and travel expenses and all that stuff. So mm -hmm. you really have to think about what it is that you specifically offer to people. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Yeah. And uh, with regards to, uh, you know, the you know you had this uh, all these opportunities through youtube um and i think you you were in a very unique position as well as being um uh, an english speaker in chile uh and i think that's kind of what you know from what i can tell there aren't very many uh youtubers uh who are english speakers uh living in chile doing what you do um and so Obviously, that I think that was something that probably propelled a lot of your growth. Uh, but what are like some tips that you could give for people who are thinking about starting a YouTube channel? Yeah. Okay. So this is there have been a lot of people who come to Chile. They come to live here, and before they come, they message me. They they share their new intro that they made for living in Chile. I want to do it. You do, but I want to do it in this place of Chile. I want to do it. You do, but I want to do it here. And I want to do it in English too, like you. Um, and they come here and they do it and they make maybe two or three videos and then that's it. And, and I think the biggest thing you just, even when it, it's painful to take out the camera, like maybe it might not be super heavy because it's the cheapest camera you could possibly get, but uh, it is so hard to think of an idea. It's so hard to think that what you're doing is worthwhile because it's hours and it's not like i i gave up teaching because um i i just didn't want to work as much this is triple the amount of work of uh answering all of the comments of uh talking to brand deals talking to uh new people to go and travel to play, all this different stuff besides editing and making the videos but it's that it's that grind you have to do it um don't just start it and say i'm gonna just try it like you have to really, like there has to be something inside of you that's like, I really want to do this because, and you have to answer that um, definitively. And then as, as your reasons that because changes, it still has to be something rooted in you really strongly to keep doing it. Cause yeah, I've been doing it for about three years. And I mean, there are tons of times that I don't want to make a video and it'd be easier just to sit on the couch and watch a movie um or at night instead of editing it's easier just to hang out with my wife and my kid but um but i love what i do um and i love helping people so that's i mean i got to help at the zoo but there are so many different people that i get to showcase and help that you don't even necessarily see on the videos on my channel but that's that's a big reason why i do what i do to help people yeah that's awesome um and you've been able to to, to grow be, probably because of your consistency, right? Like, uh, would you say that uh, that's a, a big, uh, like one piece of advice that you would give or at least, you know, like share some advice uh, like to people who want to, to grow on, on YouTube? Yeah, I would say consistency is pretty important. Um, I don't think that you grow though by having uh, three videos compared to one video per week. Um, I think that you really grow by putting out um, a good story, um, great content, um, but more than anything is a good thumbnail. 
you have to have a good a good picture. You have to know how to use Photoshop and just make it look as good as possible because mm -hmm. nobody's going to be clicking on your video if it's a black screen that they're clicking on. <laughs> you just have to you have to give them something to click on. That is probably the biggest piece of advice that I could give anybody. Make it something you want to click on. Yeah. Um, make stuff that people want to see. <laughs> it's and it's not that easy because yeah, you have a video idea in your head, but maybe it's not a clickable one, or maybe you thought it was uh, a good picture for your your picture up there, but it wasn't. Nobody clicked on it. So it's trial and error, and that's where I think consistency is important. Is you just have to keep trying and keep doing a new thing until you find something that works um, and that people click on. It's yeah. There's no uh, book written of how to make the perfect thumbnail, but uh, but you can keep trying and trying and have the grit to do it. Yeah. Uh, and so what would you say is like the the biggest obstacle that you've had uh, to overcome uh, being uh, like a YouTube creator, being a video creator? Um, yeah, just go into that a little bit. Um, I think the, the hardest thing is trying to balance uh, family and YouTube. Um, because man, whenever we go and travel somewhere and have a family vacation, I bring, I bring my camera. Um, so especially at the beginning, that was really hard because, um, Elise and I, my wife and I, we would go and travel together ever since we started dating. We love traveling together, seeing new places, and it would just be her and I, and the thing that we did. Um, but now I try, we try and do that now and I don't take the camera, but I mean, especially the first two years, I tried to document everything. And that just gets really old really fast for her. Um, for me, it was great. I loved it. But, and for me to put down the camera is really hard because I'm super creative and I just keep thinking of new ideas, new camera angles, where I'd put this. And even though it might not even look that great in the end, I was thinking of something and I wanted to do it. And I'm, I'm very driven. If I want to do something, I, I'm going to do it and it's going to be great. <laughs> at least in my eyes <laughs> right yeah so um you know like at, at at a certain point i'm sure you uh like with with this uh this youtube channel that you foster in this community uh i'm, I'm sure you've also had uh, some maybe not so great comments uh, on your channel so um what 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 would be some advice that uh, you would give or like you know maybe even just share some uh, experience uh, uh, about how you felt about that, uh, uh, having some perhaps negative comments or some, you know, unhelpful comments uh, on your on your channel, because, uh, you know, lots of people listening, um, maybe not have the same uh, size audience as you, but, you know, th there, there are people like that in on the internet. So uh, or there are comments like that on the internet. So what are some advice that you would give uh, to someone uh, you know, who might be experiencing some negative comments. Don't let them stop you. Um, I see too many people who are super talented starting a YouTube channel, five subscribers, six subscribers, 100 subscribers maybe, and they get one bad comment and tons of positive ones. And that comment was like, it, it made them realize, oh yeah, I'm not, I'm not that good at this. Or yeah, they, they really hit a bone that a nerve in you that was like, yeah, they were probably right, but um, you can change. Like you can change that uh, comment, even if it if it was a bad comment and, and it's just somebody having a bad day who's writing. Maybe there's some truth that hits, hits something in you 
but don't let it stop you. Like you're always going to receive those comments. Um, I, it's never going to stop and it's probably just going to get more, the better that you get. Um, I, I remember, um, I, I don't know if you remember this when I had, uh, I broke my camera. So I had one camera broke it, um, outside of a bus station and I put out a GoFundMe to raise some money to buy a new one. And I got it and I was super excited because it was like this Sony RX five or four or something. And, uh, and I was like, cool, I'm going to learn how to color grade. Um, so I put it, it was all in black and white, but I had no idea what that was. I didn't know how to color grade. I didn't know what like a LUT was. I didn't know anything. So I don't yeah. know if you remember, I put out like two, maybe a few videos in black and white because <laughs> I didn't know anything better. I had no idea. It was so bad. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember getting a bunch of comments and they were like, dude, you need to learn how to color grade. I'm like, <laughs> I am. It is color grade. It's fine. But it was not fine. <laughs> oh, you know, I, I think I do being, remember that. Yeah. <laughs> I remember being so upset, though, because uh, it's like, I'm doing it right. I have this great camera. It's awesome. But I remember being mad because, yeah, they were right. It didn't look good, but I didn't know how to fix it. But you know, I kept putting it out there, even though I was trying to fix it and it still didn't look great. I would still put out a story just because I was, I was still trying to learn. I had different stories going on. Um, but yeah, you're never gonna, I just had a, a message on Twitter yesterday and it was so ridiculous. It was, um, uh, the chili gringo something, um, uh, you retweeted this about this political party and, uh, I followed you for so long. I am unsubscribed and done. And uh, I never tweeted anything about anything political, um, but they they just wanted to, you know, they go on their crazy bandwagon sometimes and, and they can, anybody on social media can say whatever they want to say, which is, is fine, but dangerous. No. Um, and yeah, and I think with regards to what you said about, um, you know, don't let it stop you. I think that's very important because, um, you know, like sometimes, some people will say, oh, just ignore it completely, which isn't always helpful because sometimes uh, the, those, you know, comments are, are true. Like, uh, you know, like when you, oh, you missed the focus or you forgot to clean your, the, your lens before recording or something like that. You're like, hey, you, you, you forgot to clean your lens. You're like, yeah, nope, you are right. You are right. Um, but that like that is just more of a like a, you know, like a, a mistake or a misstep, which, you know, you don't want to let that paralyze you. You just want to have that be an obstacle that you can another hurdle that you get over right you can ignore it until you go to bed at night and then you think about it and think about it and then you can't sleep so i don't think that you can possibly ignore it um i think for me it does get easier to ignore like i i don't really let it bother me i i'm pretty blessed in that way that i don't let comments really affect me um much at all um but if something does affect me um, maybe I'll tell, uh, my wife, it's nice to have like a community of people. Um, so, uh, I'm friends with Trent and Allie. They also have a, a YouTube channel and they came down, um, in their, uh, van from the United States to Chile. Yes, um, I and I was that. talking to them about the same thing and they were like, you know, sometimes I just reply to them and just say, Hey, thank you so much. Uh, have a great day. I really appreciate your comment. Even if it's like the worst comment ever. Because they, they're like, you know, people are having a bad day. They write something that they might not have actually meant. They usually don't. And uh, they said, um, usually that person then will reply to their kind comment. 
and say, I'm so sorry about, uh, about what I wrote. I was just having a bad day. Like 90% of the time they get that response then. So showing extra kindness when somebody is, is mean, um, actually gives you like that peace of mind of knowing like, oh, they probably didn't actually think that it was that bad. Um, mm -hmm. they're just having a bad day. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. So, you know, we talked about, uh, talked about your past and, and uh, what you you're, you have done in the past uh, what are you what are you up to now I mean I know that it's kind of uh, a little bit difficult now with the whole entire world kind of uh, on a slowdown uh, due to the virus uh, but uh, yeah what are you up to now um, well in the beginning like, what, of what this, a, you... like what does a typical day or week uh, in your life look like and I'm, I'm sure it maybe varies a little bit with, you know, the fact that you have a, a young one, but uh, yeah, just go into that a little bit. Well, um, at the beginning, I was making fun of you for uh, not inviting me sooner, but that's actually not the case. You actually invited me like two weeks ago now, but I asked you just to wait. So thank you for uh, waiting. I've been super busy. <laughs> no worries. <laughs> uh, no I've, worries. Had, uh, <laughs> I've had some exams. So I am uh, studying right now at a seminary online. Uh, to be a pastor down here. So I just finished my final exam uh, today. So that's one thing that had been taking up a ton of my time was studying and studying and studying. Um, and then besides that, um, we've been taking care of Moses. So my wife works as well. And so we just trade off times with uh, being with Moses and working. Um, and then besides that, um, I've been working with different companies um, down here in Chile to, uh, to get more tourism or how do we do tourism? Um, I'll be on a in Instagram live tonight, uh, with a group from Brazil. And then on Thursday, I'm doing, uh, what they call a charla, which is like, a um, an informative meeting of how a gringo basically thinks, uh, tourism could be improved, um, via zoom with some people on a beach city in Northern Chile. Um, and I've been, uh, yeah, just working with different companies down here to try and help them. I've been making a bunch of different videos, um, like promotional videos free of charge to, uh, different companies that I've worked with in the past. Um, I've been working on a new website, uh, called Chile Travel Tips, which I haven't announced yet on my channel yet, but, um, it'll be coming soon, um, where I'm working with a bunch of different bloggers from around South America, um, and working, I think we have maybe uh maybe 30 different uh companies signed up and tourism agencies signed up to be on the website um and different bloggers and stuff like that to try and share um my channel is partly too about sharing information of if you come to chile you could experience this or you should go and take this bus or you should go here or there um, i'm trying to make all of that into one concise package um and free of charge just on uh, a website and putting it all together so I'm working with uh, several people to try and uh, put that together. Um, so Chile travel tips. Um, and then on top of that, I have uh, my day job, which is editing videos with a company in Miami. So I've been trying to balance quite a bit um, lately, but uh, and then trying to raise money for our zoo. Um, and after that video, then a lot of other people also needed uh, money, it sounds like. So uh, trying to pick and choose um, which ones to, to help, which uh, I, I want to help them all, but uh, it's hard to, to choose then. So, so yeah, yeah, just I mean, a few you, things. Yeah, you only have so much time in the day and only so much energy and, and you know, you want to devote 
your time to everything, but you can't because, you know, you just, it, we're kind of limited. But uh, hopefully th th those other things will be covered by someone else or, um, yeah. But uh, yeah, so like, uh, you know, that's kind of what you're doing now. What, uh, what are some uh, plans or, or goals that you have for, for the future looking forward? I know, obviously, for everyone, it's very uncertain what the future holds um, all the time, uh, but also especially now. But, um, you know, you had mentioned that uh, the chili travel tips uh, that you had wanted to bring up, uh, upon. But uh, what are some other, like, you know, future goals that you have? Um, well, <laughs> I, I had a lot of goals. Um, <laughs> they, all, <laughs> they all just kind of change and, and move around. Um, I mean, yeah, one is always to be, be with family. So being able to travel with family and do that kind of a thing, that's really important to me. Mm. Um, I, I would love to uh, make more YouTube videos um, and try and do uh, consistently three per week. Um, but I don't know if that's going to be possible or not. So um, I for sure do one every Sunday out, um, but I try and do at least one more during the week as well. Um, but I guess the biggest goal is just to try and find more opportunities to, to help people in whatever way that I can, um, if that's by promoting their place. Um, Chile is different because, uh, maybe not so different, but here people live day to day. Um, instead of maybe month to month. I mean, if you don't make the money that day, you're probably not going to eat. And so here, it, this uh, pandemic is really hitting hard um, and people really don't have any food. Um, they come to, around to our house here and they just ask for anything. So if we have, we just have like a, a box of stuff right now. So when people come around, we just give them some noodles or uh, some sauce or something like that. Um, for their families. Um, but I think there's going to be a lot more uh, of that and that kind of um, need that um, I, I don't want to uh, bombard my channel with all these uh, people that need help and um, you need to help this person or this person, but I do, my heart does go out for them. And so I think in, in my immediate future, at least, um, I would love to help people. I think this is going to last for a few months. I mean, maybe even a couple of years. Um, as this pandemic uh, unfolds. So um, the more that I can help people, um, I think that's, that's pretty much my aim for this, the, the time being at least. Definitely. Awesome. Well, um, yeah, so that's, we're kind of getting near to the end of uh, the interview. Um, what's one piece of uh, uh, advice or some last final words of uh, wisdom or comfort that you want to offer the listeners listening? Yeah, I think, uh, well, check out my, my YouTube channel because I'm going <laughs> to share with you a video uh, just about that, actually, um, coming out soon. Um, but I think that uh, the important thing to remember right now is that uh, you need to be kind to people. People right now are walking through stores, they're angry, they're upset, they want this, they want that. Um, and that's throughout the world, but um, just letting somebody go first in line before you and taking an extra minute to stand in line goes a long way for somebody who's stressed out and doesn't want to be at the store or um, stressed out for whatever reason. And uh, I think that goes into the, the comments and comments can be very negative right now because people are just stressed. Um, but show extra kindness um, right now when people need that 
even though it looks like they don't need any kindness, they deserve all of my wrath. I just want to come down on them and be really mad at them. Um, be kind. Um, and everything is going to be okay. Like um, Chile is going to open its borders again one day. I don't know when. Um, and uh, and we're going to make it through it. But it's going to take uh, people helping other people and sharing kindness. Awesome. Yeah. Um, so with that said, why don't you uh, just let us know where we can f uh, find you and find more about uh, what you do? Like, where can we find you on the internet? Uh, yeah, you can find me on YouTube at John Gross. You can find me on Instagram at the Chili Gringo, and you can find me on Twitter at uh, John Gross or Explore Chile. Awesome. Well, John, thank you once again so much for uh, being on the show, uh, and I think you might be the very first uh international uh uh international guest that i've had everything everyone else has been canadian i think no way so yeah, I, I need so. to drop some a's in there and just pretend like yeah. i'm from canada yeah <laughs> yeah just pretend like you're from yeah another thing is uh you want to make sure that uh you don't pronounce it toronto you want to not pronounce the second t it's toronto. just toronto toronto, toronto. yeah how's it yeah. going up there in toronto eh? Yeah. Uh, oh, oh, pretty good, bud. <laughs> <laughs> All, All right. right. Anyway, uh, thank you so much for uh, being on the show, John. Absolutely. Thanks for having me.